Danger! The following episode contains flammable material. Maintain a safe distance and keep an extinguisher on hand at all times. The Fireworks Brigade is now online. Yeah, wear my glasses now. That's the beauty of this, John. We're not <laughs> we're not on camera. There's beauty in something. <laughs> Episode one thirty one, John. Perfect. One hundred and thirty one episodes. This one is a good one. Um, this is uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play the interview with uh, um, Kelvin Lee and Wilson um, Lamb. Wilson Lamb. Yeah, that's right. From uh, Lee and Lamb. Sounds Lee like and it Lamb. could be a movie. It could be a law firm, which you know a lot about yeah, these days. these days I know a lot about law firms. It could <laughs> Wilson be a law and firm. Lamb. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the firm of Wilson and Lamb. Uh, yeah. So we're going to play the interview with them. You can watch it on our YouTube channel if you want to see it. But uh, this was recorded uh, two days before uh, the dealer show, dealer show out yes. in Fargo. And um, back, uh, it would have been, what, May 4th, I think it would have been. Yep, mm-hmm. May 4th, because the dealer show was May 6th, but May 4th. Um, what, uh, what's, what's your, uh, recap of the dealer show and how everything went? Well, it's a shame, you know, it was a very terrible day with the rain. We yeah. couldn't even, I mean, this is the first time since 2003 that we ever had a total rain out. We yeah. just couldn't find a pocket of dry weather. Uh, we couldn't get nothing set up and we had those people come out and it was really nice and we had a nice dinner and stuff. So, uh, you know, I mean, basically what, what you guys saw on the live stream was, you know, we basically took. 15 right. of the cakes off the shelf. We hand lit them instead of doing our normal. And that was and the live uh, stream actually on Saturday. That was Saturday, the live stream right. on Saturday. Right. So that's what we did for there. Uh, turnout was real weak because a lot of people didn't think we were going to shoot. Right. You know? but, and, but you really had to shoot something because you had all those people well, there. Well, I had people there. I wanted to shoot something. I didn't want to shoot the pro line. So it made perfect sense to just go grab 15 more pieces off the shelf, do something. We had a camera people. crew there. We had the camera crew there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, then, of course, we did the whole live stream again on Sunday, which had about, I think, about 15 people showed up. So I just put out some coffee yeah. and a couple tables. And, uh, you know, uh, we didn't even put on any chairs or anything like that. People just kind of stood there and we raided them. It was a long demo, though. It was a long demo. Yeah, I fell asleep. It was I was, rain. Already, yeah. I was I was It was cold. I was freezing to death. So yeah. it was... Um, and, you know, Sunday is usually our easy day after a big demo. We're like, oh, we're so tired. But that night, you know, we didn't start shooting till almost 830 because I said no sense in rushing the weather because we're it's only us anyways. You know, yeah, but, I mean, it looked good on there. the live stream. And we, yeah. we've had, I think, total like a thousand views in both days or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, luckily we had the live stream there. And so people still got to see it, even if they, they weren't there at Star Fireworks. But. Um, you know the proline stuff. You know very that nice. that looks that's some nice stuff. Yeah, very good stuff. Yeah, I like yeah, that a yeah, lot. yeah. So that that could be uh, a big uh, something big to look forward to in 2024, yeah. right? Yeah, especially. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that at yeah. NFA in. Uh, yeah, especially for Fort the shooters. <laughs> you know, a lot of shooters want to use some of those uh, nice cakes like that. I think it'll be a very win-win situation for them. You know, as yeah. far as the retail side, it doesn't change much for us on the retail side, but. The wholesales, I mean, the uh, 
the wholesale to the shooters and all that should you know probably yeah. be pretty interesting. Yeah, so something to look. And we don't to. need bunker space, which is something that is yeah. good. Yes, exactly. So something to yeah. look forward to for the next year. And uh, as far as this one goes, um, let's just go preview a little. So we got uh, this is late May. You're yep. going to hit the ground running. You'll be in Fargo in another week or we'll be so. In Fargo another week. I just got back from Fargo. Yeah, you'll uh, be, no. be in Fargo in another week, and you'll just. Uh, the warehouse has never looked fuller. and uh, Where the showroom looks fantastic. They've done yeah. a great job with that. Yeah. The warehouse uh, is amazing. Uh crew's doing a great job. And uh, everything looks fantastic. We just got to get... Uh, you know, get more orders in and keep getting them out as we're doing, and that's it, you know? So, yeah, so this uh, the interview with uh, Kevin and Wilson. We talk about a lot of good stuff. We talk about the uh, surge in domestic China sales, which yeah. I didn't even know was a thing. So oh they're, my God, they're selling more fireworks in China, and, and Wilson and Kevin tell us all about why that is. That's why my prediction was there's going to be a shortage of fireworks. Yeah. And, um, you know, it doesn't look like it in our warehouse, but there really will be a shortage of fireworks. Well, it doesn't look yeah. like it right now. Yeah. yeah. And no. then we talk about worker supply, which they're having issues just like we are. Yep. Uh, we talk about the potassium percolate. Um, we talk about oh, right. the yep. government Congress and the raining season, the summer stop. We, yep. we went through a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff uh, in this interview. So listen to it till the end. Um, and like I said, if you want to watch it and get a glimpse of uh, the Star Fireworks showroom, uh, you can uh, watch it on the YouTube channel and, and see us in action. I was a little hurt, though. You guys all had your little black scorpion shirt, and I got nothing. Yeah, like I, I said, they, they didn't have a 26X. Uh, but yeah, 26, it's it's 3X in well, America. Well, it's 3X in America, yeah, but it's 26. an easy 26. It's an easy 20. <laughs> you, you could be maybe a, a 24X petite, maybe. I How about that? Would that thinking of that you know, Sesame Street, you know, which one of these doesn't belong? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm the, I don't got a shirt. Yeah, it's kind of like my, my dad sitting on a bench with two Mexicans. I'm like, oh, which one doesn't belong? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Although with with his tan, they all look they they all belong, I guess. There yeah. you go. So and then uh, that's it, and we'll just wrap it up there. And um, don't forget, um, this is the end of May. We'll have our usual. We'll do at least three podcasts in June and in July, right around the season. While we're at Star Fireworks, and uh, we're planning to uh, live stream one of the podcasts. Uh, we'll got to pick a date and all that stuff, but we'll we'll uh, there'll be more to come on that, and it'll be on the YouTube channel. But uh, we'll definitely. Uh, post three or four more podcasts as we get close to the season and uh, wrap it up. And then we uh, hopefully it'll be a good season. We can talk about all the good stuff. And then we we look forward to NFA and all the other stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah, so. I was talking with uh, China earlier today. They're all planning on coming to NFA, you know, different another company besides Wilson. I was talking with them today, and they're all excited about NFA. And you're going and to China. I'm going to China. They can't wait. I can't wait. And, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I wish huge. we could just fast forward right now to October. <laughs> well, no, your favorite time of the year is June, I July. Know, but this year has just been tough. <laughs> it's, it's been tough, but I think you're going to get back on it when you yeah, get to yeah. go to China. Yep, you're that's for get, sure. You're going to get to go to China. I'm looking so. forward to it. So, yeah, everybody stay tuned and listen to this uh, live stream exclusive with, uh, with the guys from Chili Fireworks, and then uh, we, will, uh, we will talk again in late June. Sounds good. Bye. Yo, we're good. We're live, John. Ron, I can't believe it. You I, know, I, what? We're uh, live here, live stream, with two legends right next to us in the firework business. Yes. Come all the way from China to see us. Li Ling, China, which is where the Chili Corporation is from. Right. They came to see us. Man, you guys, you're, just when I thought like it couldn't get any better, boom, the dealer show. 
Yeah, that's Tina's great there videoing. We got two we got a legend, right? I know. Next we'll to us. introduce them. What are their names? <laughs> Who we got? This is Wilson, my good Hi. friend from Chili Fireworks, and that's Kelvin. Hi. You are the big cheese, right? You're the big dog, the boss. Yeah. Yeah. He's the <laughs> boss. Kelvin is, yeah. Kelvin is chairman of the board and CEO. Yeah. yeah he's like your job on, on the <laughs> podcast. Yes. And I'm like Wilson. Yeah, gotcha. Pretty okay, much, okay. Yeah. pretty much. We're doing all the work, and the yeah. big dogs. You know, yes. I see how it is. And we we yeah. got Wilson Lamb. He's the regional <laughs> sales manager of uh, of Chili Fireworks. Like we've been telling everybody, we're going to do a live stream, do like a, a state of the uh, state of the market to see what's going on. Sometimes it's better to get uh, information, obviously, from these guys directly who are, from they. They yes. know what's going on out there, and it's been a while since, since you've been out there. Yes, it's been uh, too long. So you I'll need, be going back in October. Yeah, we, we've talked about that in the podcast. You yeah. need to get back out there for your yeah, sanity. Definitely. Um, so I would just say, for the record, um, Wilson is really great, Kelvin, as a regional sales manager. As you see, yeah, yeah, he has yeah. sold me way more stuff than I need. <laughs> He's so yes. convincing. It's like we almost buy merchandise to get him off the phone. We're like, okay, oh, yeah, fine, <laughs> give it to me. It's 3 in the morning, I got to sleep. No, he's really a Great guy, you got a my best. good good worker, and uh, we're very happy with all the products. Everything, as you see, yep. there's a lot of chili products. Everything from the connectors to everything we bought from you, fountains. Yep. Uh, everything's been really good. So that's why we're glad that you could make it to the dealer show, and you can actually meet and greet a lot of the people coming on Saturday as well. So, um, without further ado, yeah. Ron, well, so well, let's let's talk a little bit about yeah. chili. So. Uh, and you guys can uh, jump in. Chili's uh, family-owned, one of the leading fireworks manufacturers in China. But how many how many manufacturers are in China right now at this point? Uh, probably 200 to, 200 to 300. Wow. Wow. Different categories of fireworks. So, oh, so each each one uh, has its own specialty, right? Yes. Yeah. So and there, so you guys are one of the uh, one of the leading manufacturers of fireworks. You were founded in uh, 1997 by Mr. Lee Bingham, right? Yeah, and that's the uh, father of Kelvin. Oh, okay. Kelvin's father, okay. Oh, yeah. And he was in fireworks for 50 years plus, right? Yeah. He's been wow. doing it a long time. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and you guys, uh, you guys are certified in a lot of ways, quality management systems. Um, I, I don't, you got, um, you, you work in Germany, Slovakia, mm-hmm. Hungary, Spain, right? You got AW certification. You, you, you guarantee quality all across the board. That's right. That's 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 the main thing that we want to stress. Uh, and uh, factories, you have two factories, right? Yeah, two factories. Two self-owned factories, and that's a big distinction, right? Because you can work for a, and you know this, John. You work for a you, you, many factories in China, but right. then a but lot of uh, a self-owned yeah. factory that they, you know, the buck stops here, right? If yeah. you're manufacturing your own stuff. So, um, and you guys produce mainly cakes and party candles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, and you got three branches in China, over twenty franchise stores. Two other operating domestic fireworks brands. So you, I know you saw I've got Black Scorpion, which uh, we, we got that here. We yeah. got, I think the yeah. Scorpion. That's there you go. Yeah, I love the Scorpion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Black Scorpion uh, started in the year that Chile was founded. So again, it was 1997. And you had a full range of pyrotechnic products for consumers, professionals. You do 1.4, which is the consumer stuff, which we see here in the showroom here at Starby. You also do 1.3 yeah. as well, right? Yep. Yeah, okay, good. Um, so, you know what? It's been a long time, uh, Wilson, since we've seen you. February, uh, remember this, John? February 20, last year we had Wilson on the podcast. We did a uh, video. Yes. We did a video show. We were talking about, you know, the state of the market and everything that was going on, and things were still pretty much in turmoil. Was that the same uh, NFA uh, that we had the dinner at Landshark? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we first met no, I Wilson. I think that was, way, that was before. 
we just did, we did same. a we did a video thing with him last year. Oh, in February. Video. Was a, yeah, oh, yeah. Video. yeah, that was a podcast yeah, yeah. video. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, first, the last time we no. saw no, Wilson yeah. in public was at the NFA that we went to lunch at the Landshark. That Lunch-Mile. I remember. Yeah, yeah. That and was that a while became ago. a name of a firework now, Landshark. Landshark. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, I like that. exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. kind of how we how I develop a lot of names. Uh, just you know, going to restaurants, seeing different things, or yeah. I see T-shirts. I'm like, oh, that's a cool name, and that's right. uh, so that's a, it was a good idea how we picked mm-hmm. up Land Shark right from the restaurant. Yeah, you know? there you go. And uh, I think uh, Kelvin, uh, you were just at the um, the International Symposium for Fireworks, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that where were you at? Where, where was that held at? Uh, it's uh, just the end of uh, April. Hey, where where were you? Malta. 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 Malta, yeah, yeah. Malta. I just come uh, from Malta directly. Right here. Because uh, this time our Liling, I compare with our Liling government and uh, Liling Fireworks Associations mm-hmm. to a plan in the next uh, ISF in Liling. In Liling. In that's 2025. Yeah, that's a big thing. So in 2025 yeah. in Liling, the uh, International Symposium of Fireworks will be in Li Ling. Yeah, so in April. In April yeah. of 2025. So who who attends that? Um, how many people and who who's there? John doesn't get an invite. No. No? <laughs> I will this next time. This, this yeah, one yeah, in yeah, 2025. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, next time uh, should be around 700 uh, people, people attend. attend. People. And what, what type of people attend? It's... Um, it's uh, all the uh, fireworks industries. Uh, okay. From all over the world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. all yes. over the world. Okay. All over the world. I so they have, uh, like, sales technicians or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the boss of the companies. And we have um, they display shelves, makers, manufacturers, a lot of them. So that's where all those uh, WeChat videos were coming from, from all my friends and colleagues in China, probably during the symposium. Yeah. 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 So I was getting a lot of different... Uh, Videos of different fantastic fireworks, unbelievable stuff that you. Oh, so there's demos there too. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, do yeah. demos. Oh, oh. Okay. it's kind of like yeah. a competition, right? Yeah. See yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, I got yeah. it. Oh, that sounds cool. Uh, a couple of years ago, it was in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, a few yeah, years yeah. ago, it was in Mexico. That was the first one I remember hearing about when you went. Yeah. And stuff. And, that was uh, uh, 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this is like from all over the world. So you see some of the best fireworks you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean. Ever. That's awesome. If, yeah, yeah you got to get an invite to that next year. In 2025, then, John. Now, is, um, it takes up a lot of space. Is there space in Li Ling? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of countryside in Li Ling, but there's a big enough area for everyone to gather in Li Ling. Enough hotels and stuff? Yeah, 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 the hotels yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, there's a great hotel. Nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, there's a big convention center. Big convention center now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah Li Ling has grown a lot since uh, 1999 <laughs> or 2000 <laughs> when I was there. Yeah. Incredible. Now, Li Ling is also known for their uh, um, China. Their mm-hmm. China wear, like, tea sets and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? That is what Li Ling is. Like, uh, everyone I would ever meet in Changsha, they say, we're going to Li Ling. I'm like, is you in China and dishes? And Yeah. I'm like, I, I knew it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. They think it's just fireworks. But Li Ling is so, more, yeah, I more, think, than, more than fireworks, more than fireworks yeah. for, the, for the tea sets and uh, uh-huh. all the China wear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
See, you learned something new today. I did. You, didn't, you usually don't. They don't usually come home with some china. Always and stuff? come home yes, with a always, set. Yeah. And I always ask you for it, and you'll never give it to me. No, Even no, you, no. You get it for free, <laughs> and you won't give it to me. Just no. like these shirts, you got. Uh, which right. one of these doesn't belong? <laughs> There's three guys with uh, the fat guy in the end doesn't get the shirt. That's it. This is a three X, by the way, in China. Just so you know. <laughs> so I don't even want to know well, what my I, size I, is. I, uh, <laughs> I, I I told you we got to get salads. I, I guess. I guess so. So let, let's jump into some questions, all right, okay. uh, Wilson and Kelvin. Uh, the first question on our minds and a lot of people's minds is uh, we've heard of uh, this. Uh, there's a chemical in fireworks, potassium perchlorate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an oxidizer, common oxidizer used in fireworks. So um, I understand that there's a, there's a price increase, uh, and that's going to have an effect on consumer and pro fireworks. So that's right. uh, how is, how, why is that, and uh, can you tell us more about it? Well, um Government is carrying out a, uh, the environmental protection policy towards the potassium, uh, and uh, well, especially in the wastewater treatment. Okay, so you got to reline the pipes uh, to treat the wastewater, and uh, it takes a lot of energy and time for the factory to do this. So it's kind of stopped the um, potassium factories, kind of stopped the production. So it causes a big shortage. So and the last two. A shortage of the fireworks yep. because it takes up uh, like 50 to 60 percent of the produ- production. So, um, as what I heard, there are 20 factories that producing potassium out of the 28 were shut down to just you know reform their their pipes and their wastewater treatment. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. But so, so as to improve the environment in China, these these. These 20 out of 28 factories had to stop production to, re- to rework their factories to make it safer and, and better for the environment to produce. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to create a big shortage, leaving eight factories. And we don't even know if those eight factories will not, who knows what might happen to them. If something comes up with the government, and they might be yeah, of course. shut down or they test the water over there. And yeah. they say, you know, so it could lead to a big, um, a big, a big shortage. And, uh, and then we also have the domestic market growing quite a yes. bit. Yeah. So. Well, when will those uh, factories come back online uh, producing the potassium? Well, um, I guess it will be soon. Um, soon? Oh, well, that's of May. good. Oh, May. Yeah. yeah, okay. Very soon. And what, what does the potassium do in the fireworks? Well, uh, for fuses, for the powders, most of the stars that you, know, you, can, you can see uh, in the air, the performances, mm-hmm. uh, they all contain... It's a chemical. It's the chemical that's used in the fireworks. And yes. It's probably yeah, used in every cake, right? Yeah. yeah. Every cake uses it? Pretty much. Yeah, for yeah, pretty much charge, every cake. Everything. Yeah, for the, for the bursting charge. Yeah. 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 Also okay. firecracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Firecrackers needs it as well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah, that's a that's a big thing. So that's that just obviously supply and demand. If the, the supply of the potassium is short, it's going to cost more to get it and there's going to be a shortage and it's going to cost more to import the fireworks here. Right. Story of our life. <laughs> <laughs> Story of our life. Okay. And then, uh, uh, so that that's all part of this. There, so there was the mandatory suspension of production of the potassium. Was it the government uh, forced them to stop manufacturing the uh, potassium, right? And that was mm-hmm. due to the environmental protection policies. That's yeah. that's what caused this all. Okay. Now, when you say the wastewater, so that's like all the water that's always around those factories, uh, that they keep water like around all the factory buildings. Is that the wastewater that you're talking about, like the runoff from there, or well, uh, in the uh, or going into the actual 
river stream is that it or yeah the, it, go go to the rivers and then you got the drains you yeah. know mm -hmm. and then when you you have to treat the wastewater to uh, a certain standard okay they are yeah they're you know okay to 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 get it out to get it out yeah so you can put it in there but it has to be treated to yeah, a certain that's extent that's right yeah so how how tough is the Chinese government uh, when it comes to environmental things like i just we just heard uh, the, you might not have heard this because you don't watch the news when you're out here but um i just heard that in uh new york starting like may 1st you can't build a new building a high-rise or any type of building and have gas stoves in it they, they've outlawed gas stoves in new construction in new york Really? Because really? they think it's bad for the environment and kids are going to get asthma and all this stuff. So, I mean, our government is cracking down a lot on the environmental stuff. So is Chinese government doing the same thing? Of course, they're doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 You didn't hear that about the gas stoves? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that only in New York? New York. Well, done? New York started, yeah. but they're, they're expecting it to roll out nationwide. You won't be able to put a – you can't build a, a house with a gas stove. So let me get this straight. We won't have enough – we don't have enough money for food, and now we don't have enough money to cook the food. <laughs> well, you have to use an electric stove. I know. Electric point. is very high. <laughs> I, I, okay, talk, I see. Talk well, that's, to, uh, that's good talk for to the people, uh, so, yeah. New York. Yes, I get it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough. So um, – and John touched a little bit on the uh, domestic Chinese sales. So, mm -hmm. so what's happened there? So, has there been a, a, a boom in uh, in sales of fireworks in China? Yeah, I guess it is a boom in sale because you know after the years of COVID, people you know we're not allowed to go out for the past years. Okay, that's right. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of cities that a lot of places that fireworks are not allowed. And then, approaching the end of the year, last year, the fireworks ban lifted. So people are looking for fireworks. Yeah. Especially in Henan province. I'm not sure you know, know that place. Uh, uh, they yeah. have like... Um, Forbidden use. Yeah. 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 There's no fireworks before. Yeah. And they lifted the fireworks ban then. And everybody comes to uh, Hunan, Lugan, Ling, looking for fireworks. Looking for fireworks. So yeah. they got to clear the... The inventory of factories and companies. Yeah. So there's a, a booming sale there. I mean, I heard like the domestic companies were just taking like whatever stuff. Whatever. I mean, they just took, you know. No bargain. Yeah. No selections. Just as just long as the fireworks. Yeah. As long as it can set off, they take it away. Yeah. And at that time, the, the China, Chinese the Holland government doesn't control it like before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you think they'll stay like that for a while, or you think they'll might you know once again like they did a what is it, about five, six, seven years ago when they said no more fireworks? Do you think they'll put a ban back on, or you think they're going to leave it off for a while? Or as far as the government with the fireworks, you know, uh, saying to different cities no more fireworks allowed? No, after the last uh, the Chinese New Year's, I think more and more big city will recheck this. Uh, Policies. Mm -hmm. It will. Um, I think many many cities will. Uh, how to say it? Before it's banned the, the the fireworks, but now can be have some limited. Yeah. Yeah. So he can put, uh, he can allow to shooting fireworks in uh, some some times or some area. Mm -hmm. So and uh, more and more cities will yeah. study. Because I know. Um, 
few years back, even doing some of the demos in Luyang were getting harder and harder because yeah. they yeah. built up so many condos and apartments yeah. and the people were complaining. So we yes. had a lot of they're like, and then the, then we go out in the country, and then the farmers complain because yeah. the cows yeah. and whatever, you know. So it was getting a lot harder just to do a demo, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then um, at the factory. Then yeah. we would go sometimes to the shoot site, but mm-hmm. the shoot site, as you know, is so crowded with people and so many things going up in the air, you can't even yeah. really detect what you're watching because there's, you know, tons. It's like a PGI on yeah. steroids. Everybody's just Sky yeah, doing everything, there. and there's no etiquette or nothing. It's just, you know, so so I've always liked to do the fireworks at the, the fireworks demo at the fireworks factory. Uh, but it's been getting harder and harder, and that was in 19, so I don't know what it's going to be like when I go back in October. Yeah, 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 you know, if there's any more restrictions or, you know. Well, it's um, pretty much the same as before. Same. And um, now we have, like, two places you can shoot, mm-hmm. like uh, the, the, the shooting side the river, at the river bank, and there's another one uh, located in uh, the, the town that produces a small... Novelties there. There's also a shooting site. There's two major spots that is that, that fireworks. One way up on a very high elevation. Yeah. And it's just beautiful when you're up there. I mean, it's just a high elevation. You're sitting on one side and you're looking at yes, another side. Yes. And that's where they're shooting. Yeah. Yes. That's a that is a gorgeous shoot site. And that's more controlled too. It's like you shoot now and then yeah. you leave and somebody else shoots. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really a really great uh, shoot site. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So is that what a typical demo is for you? You go out there. How many do you see in a night? Oh, just uh, I've only ever done one, but I used to. What do you mean one, not one, one firework? One, no, demo one demo from one, one per night. One, yeah. But there how were many, so how many, many Americans years ago that would do sometimes two and three demos in three one night. Three different companies showing companies. you their stuff. So how like many how many crazy. products will you see in a night? 100, 50? Uh, no, usually every demo is about, I'd say, 30 to 40. That's you about know? all you can really yeah, handle. And then that's after a while, good. it'll start. Yeah. Blending in, like if you go to NFA six nights in a row, you're like, oh, my God, I don't remember what I saw Tuesday. Yeah, and then there's so many demos at the NFA, even though they're 15 minutes, but there's so right. many back-to-back. So, um, yeah, we, I think you guys usually shoot about 30 items, I think, usually for a Pretty demo. Pretty much it. Yeah. Pretty much it. And, then, uh, and most everybody, um, I've been to demos for, like, 12 items. It's too, that's mm-hmm. too little of, mm-hmm. you know. But you're 30 all the way to 40. out there, right? You're going to make it worth. Thirty your while. to forty is a pretty good. I think a pretty good demo. You know. What do you look for when you're watching a demo? Well, I, I look for uh, different effects, and I also gauge things on sound and color. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if I don't like a whistle cake, but it's a very good whistle cake, I still need to buy it because there's some people that come in here and want whistles. But I need. I'm not a video person, like Tina said. We can watch some videos. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to watch Saturday night because <laughs> yeah. the videos I just don't get. The same, and of course, I'm watching on my phone. Right, and we do that with a master class that we do, and a lot every time we're saying, "Man, you just can't tell on the video." Yeah, you can't really tell noise. You don't feel it, as far Mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. And I won't even like some. uh, I know different Americans that go on demos. They will actually like videotape it themselves, but. I can't even do that. I'm like, you guys videotape it. I need to, like, just sit there right. and look mm-hmm. at my own eyes. I can't look yeah. through a screen and, and videotape. But there's a lot of Americans do, and they go back to their room, and then they replay those videos. Mm-hmm. For me, I make my notes at the show, and then I just go back and do the order. You have your shoot sheet. Yeah. You make yeah. your well, notes. Especially I like you might get some ideas from the demo. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, I get a lot of ideas when I go to China, mm. uh, a lot of packaging ideas. You know, yeah. I get a lot of, I like looking and uh, walking through the warehouses. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, after, you know, after all these times, it's like six times without going to China now because I go twice a year. Yeah. I'm willing to get back and I want to visit a lot of the factories again. Um, you know, we normally, typically, after all these years, I didn't visit all the factories unless I was working on a project or doing something yeah. different. But now, seeing that I've been gone for a while, I will go and get more uh, get more ideas and more yeah. stuff. You know. Yeah, you, yeah. You need to get back out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so at the end of the day, the the uh, the, the d- surging sales in China really was a cause of kind of the COVID hangover. Now everybody's out, and they're going to be able to shoot off, and um, you know, and some, and the the government's allowing you to shoot off some fireworks. So that's really what's caused the surging sales in china kind of like what we had here a year or two ago yeah i mean because consumer because they weren't letting people do see the shows letting out so people were just you know just going nuts and i mean we had you had the biggest one of the biggest years ever biggest year ever i think everybody did yeah yeah so and i think um i don't want to say but i think i didn't i not predict that i earlier podcast i remember i remember sitting with you in mexico it was like February of 2020, and I, you like pretty much, you said this is going to be bad. This is what's going to happen, and you predict you can. Yes. Too bad you can't do that with the lotto or something. Yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah, good. yeah, you predicted but everything. Always, yeah, no, you knew. Yeah, I've always predicted sales, and I said, I said then, and for 2020, I says since they're not going to see the big shows, I said mm-hmm. if every family comes out and just spends twenty dollars on fireworks because because they're bored and they have nothing to do it's going to be the biggest year ever and sure enough it was the biggest year you know uh, pretty much throughout the united states for every fireworks person i don't hear anyone that said oh i had a bad year you know uh but unfortunately you know we gave it all back in 2021 because we had no products to sell (laughs) so that was that was kind of a nightmare but um so what's your prediction for this year well my prediction and i was talking to uh kelvin and wilson earlier my prediction for 2023 it, season. For 2023 season, uh, like right now, right this now, July, right, right. we're fine. We got tons of merchandise. Well, I yeah. don't think sales are going to yes, be. I don't think sales are going to be great. It is a Tuesday, but I think they're going to uh, hold their own. Prices are still a little high. Mm-hmm. Budgets are not going to raise, so I still think there'll still be a lot of merchandise left on the shelves. Going forward after July 4th, I predict there will be a shortage of fireworks. After will, the fourth, after the fourth, they're gonna after the fourth for the twenty twenty four season. I predict there will be a shortage of fireworks because a lot of factories are so busy doing the domestic market. It's easier market to fulfill, I think, yes. as, as a factory. Meaning the yeah, Chinese fact, market, out Chinese there. Right, market, right, right. put on a truck and get cash and sell it right there without all our government you regulations. Put up with your baloney, yeah, <laughs> not only my baloney but all the government baloney. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So. Uh, it we might not see a shortage in, in United States. If our sales are kind of short for Tuesday and people have saturated the market. But I think we will definitely see a shortage. If we don't see it in 2024, I think we'll definitely see it in 2025. Because then everyone would have sold most of their mer- merchandise in two seasons. So that's your three-year outlook. Yeah. 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 Well, two, yeah, well, three years. This yeah. year and then the next yeah. two following. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I say, if, if sales are pretty good and, and people aren't really rushing to buy because last year they got scared into buying, so now right. this year they're kind of waiting to the last minute. So, if they wait to the last minute and they just buy what they need, that means they're going to be out. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, then they're going to need to buy a lot more 
And if that happens, then there's going to be the shortage for 2024. That's right. Yeah. You know, uh, I guess it yeah. depends on on how much you're going to be sitting on. And, and, you know, like I say, a lot of our retailers are just holding back. They're selling what they have, mm-hmm. and they're waiting. And, and we're kind of doing the same thing at a bigger scale. We're, we're seeing how sales go, and then we're going to start ordering again, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, my predictions are pretty accurate because of all the times doing this. Well, we you keep yeah, you good history. It. We keep a good history. You've you know, been doing this long year enough. Year for year. You know, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a big it's a, it's a challenge for for uh, for vendors mm-hmm. like us, to Johnny. Also, um, well, we started to look for more warehouses, place to build more warehouses, because under this circumstances, you gotta you gotta start. You don't you don't get products like before. Yeah. Was you ordered and then next month you get the products, that's not gonna happen anymore. Yeah. Because uh, the factory is too busy with the domestic market orders. They actually are paying cash, yeah, and in in large quantities, yeah, way more large than before, yeah. So that is what's happening right now, yeah. So there could be a shortage, yeah. in the future, yeah. It's much uh, easier to deal with the domestic market and get paid right then and there. That's right, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to my mm, information, this year the domestic market should be large, twenty uh, billions yuan. Join, yeah. yeah, it's increased a lot, I think. Wow. Especially for the uh, small items. The, mm-hmm. the, the, it's a very big demand. For the so we might, we just might maybe see more novelties come back, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. probably. And now is when some, I see some factories, it's very full order for the novelties items. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, the novelties were kind of, Going down and down, yeah. a lot of factories yeah. start making the big. Yeah, cakes. close a lot of factories. Like, uh, a lot of factories start making reloads, and then they yeah. got kind of close, and they went yeah. to making cakes. Yeah. So we might see a lot more novelty factories open up, yeah. because now they have the domestic market. So, you know, they have thousand cases, eight hundred for domestic market, say two hundred for us. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. that's making that's bigger it. for the factory. Yeah. And, and some uh, factory like uh, in Liling. Uh, some firecracker factories then change to noventing factories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, years ago in the United States, oh my God, we would have twenty different kinds of firecrackers, as you see up on the wall, all those labels, yeah. and you remember them, and your yeah, father yeah, probably yeah, remembers yeah. a ton of them. Yeah. Um, and now firecrackers are just very minimal, minimal mm. of our sales. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bottle rockets, we have so many different kinds of bottle rockets, and now it's very minimal, and we have a mm-hmm. hard time even getting mm-hmm. one kind in, let alone yeah, many. Yeah. So uh, I think it went from firecrackers, and I think it went to novelties, as we show we were looking at the board over there with all the old novelties <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Uh, and now, I, you know, obviously then the, the big market swung to the nine-shot racks, and the reloads, yeah. you know, the 60-gram shells, and yeah. then the big 500-gram cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the novelties kind of got pushed off to the side. Yeah. But, like, I, as a kid, I love novelty fireworks, and that's kind of why we have, like, these kids' aisles here mm-hmm. to promote the young children, give them something to play with so they grow into adults that like yeah. fireworks. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, if anything good comes out of the domestic market, maybe, like I say, we'll get to see more novelties here mm-hmm. and, uh, and more novelty factories, you know, um, staying in business because now they have such a big insurgence of products. Yeah, so yeah. That'd silver, be actually good. Silver lining on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of silver lining. And there's a new trend. Um, there's a new concept of fireworks, that CD fireworks, we mm-hmm. call it. 
uh, what is it called? CD fireworks. CD fireworks. CD. That's okay. small fireworks that, get, that you can play in the CD. Mm-hmm. God, those garden, those, you know, garden fireworks. Yeah. Yes. yes. Garden fireworks. The uh, fireworks ban lifted it. Authorities and administration start to get easy on fireworks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when it comes to holidays and uh, China, we acquired the license of, you know, that, that Ron just mentioned, we have different stores and franchises. The, um, of course, including the um, container uh, cabins, mm-hmm. like we, we remote it, and you'll, you'll set up like a, like a container like store, like small containers yeah. in different locations. So, kind of, it kind of catch up, catch on with with uh, what just uh, Johnny said. We we'll probably get more novelties here. Yeah, right? you got to hop on. Yeah, you know? yeah, and they're sort of used to more and more plastic models yeah. to produce small novelties. Mm-hmm. And that's more efficient and can produce more uh, fireworks than before at the same time. Yeah. So. And, you know, with having some novelty fireworks also, to me, makes, like, the assortment packs that much better. Because the assortment pack used to have, you know, everything from cakes mm-hmm. to novelties to little spinners. Yeah, and it was really it was yeah. good for the whole family. Mm-hmm. And now, as you see, every company wants to send me assortment pack, eight cakes, 10 mm-hmm. cakes, mm-hmm. 22 cakes, but they don't, That's right. you know, so it's been very hard since uh, uh, Canon kind of stopped uh, doing our assortments. It's been very hard to get assortments made mm-hmm. with a good variety of novelty and cakes. And I think, you know, that is what always made our assortment packages better was mm-hmm. it was it was so much easier to sell them to a family that, you know, yeah, I want some of the big stuff with reloads, but then I love all these little things for the kids to do. And so hopefully... Our assortments in the future will get more kid-friendly, as they should be, because they're more family-friendly, and that's what uh, what assortments were made for. So, yeah, that would be a a big plus in the industry. We get some of those novelties back. and um, Mm -hmm. Well, like I say, you need the domestic city firework, you know, of China with 20 billion UN, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, quite a few. That's, like, divided by six, right? I think 1.6, so Mm -hmm. in, in dollars. So... That's a huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. We need that kind of. We need that kind of quantity to over to flu to fuel over here. You know, mm-hmm. so we can get some. Mm-hmm. And I think that will probably happen. Yeah. What uh, What can you tell us about the workforce in China? The the workforce making the fireworks. Uh, the I mean, uh, you got, is there a worker supply shortage? You got is there a yeah. higher demand? Uh, you know, bring, if you have a higher demand to make these fireworks, you must need more people making more them, people. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how is that challenge? Especially the small fireworks, uh, the novelties. It uh, requires more workforce, more people to get involved. Right. Uh, like bottle rockets, like spinners. You have need more people to work on them. Mm-hmm. It's not that factory didn't do their job. It's hard to find the people to work. The workers, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, when it comes to the small stuff, um, and the there's a booming sales in uh, domestic market, and people get people get crazy about fireworks. Um, it requires a lot of manpower, and the factories actually raise the wages and salaries to the, to the workers. But it's difficult to find people to work because even after you raise the wages, yeah, even after we raise, raise the wages, like fifty to twenty percent, yeah, it, it's still hard. So some factories still have problems hiring. Workers for work for them. Yeah. yeah, the same has 
been here in the United States. Right. Very hard to find workers, mm-hmm. even if you wa- raise a salary. Uh, it seems like the younger generation just doesn't yeah, yeah. want to work as yeah, hard. They don't want to work for that. And a lot of the parents don't want them to work. Like when mm-hmm. me and Ron were going to school, we always had jobs. And then, you know, you have kids like, More oh, one. you know, I don't. They they need to study. They have to, you know. So it it kind of you know sometimes the parents we laugh because the parents come in here, mm-hmm. they want an application to get their son a job, but the kid's not here. And I'm like, well, where's your son? Oh, he's playing baseball right now. Uh-huh. And then so between baseball and their sports, and then their weekends at their lake houses, mm-hmm. I I said, you know, ma'am, I don't think your son has the time to work. Well, he's got to get a job. Well, I'm not here because we need, you know, I mean, these kids that work here are working 12, 14 hours a day. We got to go, you know, we're on a crunch time. So I always tell the mothers, if you want to get rid of your son for, you know, the whole month of June, send him my way and uh, he'll make some money. And uh, then you could have him the rest of the summer after July 5th. But (laughs) in June, I can use him, you know, but it has been hard uh, challenge to get workers here and, um, and then when we start, during COVID, start letting everybody work from home, well, now they really got spoiled. Yeah. And now they don't even want to go back to work. They want, everyone wants to work from home. Well, yeah. not every job is that easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And that affects a lot of other things besides just... So some factories hire to, to people from another uh, province, not yeah. only Hunan. Maybe we can find the people from uh, Yunnan province, Guizhou province... Otherwise, sure. yeah, it's very short. They're willing to work. Yeah. And then will you uh, bus them in or house them, like, yeah, yeah, Monday yeah, through Friday, yeah, yeah. and they go home on the weekends? Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you have to do, exactly. That's, yeah, of course. Yeah. you know. Yeah, and the, the, the manufacturing season is kind of broken up, right? Because you guys just had the, uh, the rain season, right? April, May, and June, right? Yeah. You really can't produce because of the yeah. humidity. You can't. Yeah. I mean, you can't make sparklers. You can't. There's, no. You can't do anything. So you just shut down at that time. Just um, not dark. No, no very limited. Yeah. You can do packaging stuff, right? Like, or uh, you know, like assemblings. Mm-hmm. But not not, not the, uh, the process that involved in powders. Yeah, right. Powders. The high moisture. Right. So when it comes to sunshine, like like today, yeah. you can produce sparklers. Sparklers right. good, good quality. Right. So. And you, you even have the shutdown, right? The government, uh, the government Congress shuts you down for 10 days in March. Yeah, and every year. Every year. Yeah. And then you also have the summer stop, right? Yeah. How long yeah. is that? When is that? Well, it's because of, because of the heat. Yeah, about 45 heat. days, right? Yeah. yeah. Actually, How hot does it get up? Or two least. months. Uh, sometimes it, more than two months. I oh. kind of start like um, in China, Hunan, the temperatures... temperatures Sometimes it goes up like 25 to 20, 28 degrees in mm-hmm. April sometimes or wow. in May. Yeah. And then you are the workers that in the production line that involved in powders. You are required to work a shift. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at, at late time, at, late not at, at daytime. Yeah. You, have to, you don't work in, 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 in daytime because mm-hmm. it's the heat. So when it comes to summer, uh, even earlier than it was it was um, July and August two months before, but now it's kind of get earlier than this, mm-hmm. like middle middle in June, yeah. probably. And about, and about twenty eight is about eighty four degrees, eighty five degrees. Yeah, 
No, it's when it, it takes you know, longer time, time before the summer stop. Right. Yeah. And, but all that just makes the workforce even more uncertain. Yeah, so people got yeah. no work to do. Yeah. So they don't, you know, I've seen John have guys out there with a power washer. Start painting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Two so years ago when we had no product. So they'll leave the factory and look for another job and never come back again. Yeah, come that's, back that's again. the problem. Yeah, that that's makes problem. it – that's a big challenge. And then uh, when did they put the summer stop into effect? Because it wasn't always for like two months. It was kind of like hot, don't work today, and then it was cooler work. But when did they – it's been about, what, 10 years or so, longer maybe, that they actually put a summer stoppage in for that long of a time? I don't remember that back in the early 2000s where we had a summer stop for that long of time. I just think maybe five years ago. Yeah, I was yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so not, not it wasn't that long. And no, now, no. I mean, up until then, it was kind of, yeah. if it was really hot, you didn't work maybe one yeah. day, two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But now it's like an actual summer. It could be cool out, but you're, you're shut and, down. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask probably the stupid question, but there might be somebody out there that wants to ask it. So, But why? I mean, why does the weather matter that much? I assume that all these are being the, the, the actual powders and stuff. You're doing that like outside or under just a roof. Not There's not air conditioning or anything to, to, no. to take the uh, humidity no. out of the air? No, it's just all outside. No. The heat's the dryness. That could cause spark. Right. But do you yeah. can't do it inside to avoid all that? You don't, build, you don't make the fireworks indoors, right? You make them kind of outdoors? You've seen some. Them. Some? You can do some of them, but, but not all of them. Okay, yeah. but you don't mix any Especially powder. Especially the powders. Yeah, no, you do that outside. That's yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, outside yeah. the factory. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you have to section. keep the ventilation, you know, going yeah. very well. Yeah, yeah. And um, what was I going to say? The um, oh, I'll think of it. I'll let you. And, and I'm thinking how much things have changed. I mean, I'm looking at that picture up there on the wall. The one we did last year at for the demo, we had the ship with the containers floating on the water that was a theme last year was shipping and we haven't talked once i mean nfa we talked about shipping for two years we haven't talked about shipping at all today is is that just the, all those problems are gone or those problems still exist what they're do you guys not say? gone but uh, we talked about it earlier at lunch they're not gone shipping is down but it's still not as fast as it was it's still higher mm-hmm. for ha- hazardous material 1.4 consumer fireworks so the prices are still kind of high and uh, higher than pre-COVID, yeah, but they're yeah. lower than they were at the at height. The height. Yeah. 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 So how much have they come down off their height percentage-wise? Well, let's see. It went from like forty-two down to about twenty, so, so about it's half. Cut down about fifty percent. Oh, that's yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's good. Yeah, no, that that part is good, but certainly not as much as the. Uh, the consumer goods, regular consumer goods. Well, right. Well, right. There's, oh, yeah. But which is down quite a bit. Hazmat and fireworks has always cost more. And yeah. what we're having now is, though, less truckers want to work because for some reason, we were talking about earlier, for some reason, price of trucking is down, but yet fuel is very high. That's, so, that doesn't yeah. make sense. So this is, a lot of truckers are like, well, I'm not going to take the load for that much. And then, but there's, see, so many other people got involved in trucking during the whole thing. That yes, it yes, kind of yes, yes, yes. Saturated the market a little bit, but it's, you know, I do see. So there's see, too much competition, yeah. which is a good thing. It lowers prices, I do but, see domestic, but it just doesn't make sense. I see domestic trucking going up soon, yeah. you know, especially with the price of fuel. Uh, because the less truckers, they'll say, you know what, I'm parking a truck, I'm not going to drive it, then yeah. they'll finally it's not worth my, they'll catch up. You not know? worth my, yeah, then you'll, you'll, you'll weed out the people who, don't, who can't afford to do it anymore, and then yeah. you'll the people up. Now we, we, have a, we did a little contest. Uh, we got one more question. We did a little contest um, 
over on our uh, website. We give away one of these, our metal sign here. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we got the metal sign We uh, for a question for uh, Wilson and Kelvin. So here's a question we got. We got a question from uh, Newt Tropics, uh, Richie562 at Gmail. So his question is, so you, what are you writing down? Yeah, I have to write down those. You keep going. Uh, okay. Don't copy. His, <laughs> his question, few cakes last, um, this is about the pro line, okay? Uh-huh. So his question is about pro line. Few cakes last longer than 10 seconds, but it seems that many last just a few seconds. Why are the vast majority of 1.4 pro-line cakes extremely fast-paced, and will we eventually see any pro-line cakes that last longer? So, um, I, I, you know what? I'm, I've, what I know about pro-line, we saw at NFA. Uh, and do they really, are they known to be faster? I mean, I know some of the 1.3 stuff that, you know, you get slices or whatever, and it's, it's not, you know, it's not as cost effective as this stuff, but that's, you need the versatility to put on a show, right? So what, what's your answer to that question? That's pretty much the same reason yeah. for point four to pro lines, because uh, you only get one performance in one cake. Right. And, or one, same effects in one slice or a single shot. Right. So you have to, when you, Put on the uh, a demo or a show. You have to mix them, right? And that's why you don't want it to be very long, like fifty or sixty seconds. That's pointless to do a pro pro line cake. Mm-hmm. But actually, we have cakes that more than ten seconds, like thirty or twenty five. But that's maximum. Yeah. We want to do longer than that. That's pointless. Right. Yeah. A lot of times, I've even told customers too that you know, like these five hundred gram cakes in these aisles. That is made to be like a person's show, you know? So it's going to have different effects, going to have more effects. It's going to maybe sometimes last longer, Mm -hmm. multiple shots, because this is like, this is my finale piece, you know? Uh And then when you start buying um, 1.3 merchandise or like the pro line, Mm -hmm. yes, of course, this is for a production of a show. So you want to shoot these yellow bees right now, and that's what you want for that effect. It's more of a component for yes. the show, not for the right. show. Right. So what a lot of customers, uh, like you know, consumer people, now want to take 1.4 ProLine because of the, the gram weight, but they're not going to get that type of demo. You will, but you're going to have to put it all together. You, gotta, yeah, you have <laughs> to have several. Yes, so, yes, you know, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a whole different mentality. That's why there's so many slices made. Yeah, and, uh, you know, years ago, we used to have competition at the PGI and stuff about how, you know, who can put on uh, Best Fireworks. I don't know if it was PGI or NFA. I can forget which one. It was years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, it must have been NFA. And brothers would put a show on and boom, 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 you know. But Dominator would always mostly win because Dominator always had that pro-line type of series, whatever yeah, they called right. theirs. Right. So they would have slices. So they could, you know, they could orchestrate such a great show compared to just taking a bunch of 500-gram cakes Mm -hmm. and, you know, what we call here in the United States making more sky puke, you know what I mean? So Dominator always won, but it was easy for them to win because they could, you know, orchestrate slices and this, and where brothers didn't have that. They just had a bunch of cakes and fountains or whatever. It's more of a focused effect. That's right. Focus. The the pro line is going to focus on one thing. Yeah. One thing, that's what it is, and then you want a bigger thing. You got to add more to it. And the pro line is was um, sorry, but pro line was developed to make it easier on the 
show guys so That's they can right. get product in cheaper. Not having to do the one And they don't have to do the storage or anything like that. So right. it's... You know, it's like mixing apples and oranges. That's why it's right. 1.4 Pro. Well, that, that's a great question, though. Yeah. yeah and he also asked question. if there's any anything uh, in development that looks like crackling croissettes. Do we have wow. anything? Uh, that's, uh, it's hard to, you know, the crossing is always a, a, a very hard performance to produce. The crackling is? Uh, crackling, no. It's the croissettes. The croissettes, okay. It's um, kind of slices, you know, if you ever wa- looked over the... Uh, Outers, it's very special, and then if it, when it comes to consumer fireworks or well, point four G Pro line, well, it won't break as the point three G stuff. Like you know, you don't get very good enough presets. So when and if you added the uh, crackling to that crackling preset, would that be too difficult for for the factory to produce? But uh, and you're going to make less croissant. Yeah. Because of the powder. Pro, With poor quality. Yeah. So uh, that's tough. But we are working on it. Yeah. Oh, so, there you I'll, go. I hope we, we can have it solved. There you go. Well, there you, look at that. And what I was going to say earlier, too, Ron, a lot of people don't understand uh, when we have these heat fans and we have these uh, shut down at the factories. Yeah. Um, just like in our own warehouse. Uh, like I first come here after winter, well, I'm driving the forklift. I'm a little rusty. I yeah. can't drive as fast. Yeah. So the factories are the same thing. People think you just shut down a factory and then open it up, turn the lights on, and everybody mm-hmm. goes back to full production. Right. This is uh, you know a man-made item. You have to be in a. You got to kind of get in your rhythm back, and yes. so it's not so easy to take a factory from zero production to a hundred percent within. That's impossible. It, prob- it could probably take two to three weeks to get. The whole rolling. system rolling again, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, I always <clears throat> tell these guys they're driving every day, and I come to town and help them out for a month and a half, you know, in the warehouse. And I'm like, I got to get, you know, I got to get acclimated. So you, you, you to train the, everybody to yeah. drive forklift, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they're driving every day. I come into town. I got to uh-huh. drive it. So it takes me a little longer. But then, if, you know, after a week, then you're, we're a well-oiled machine, as we saw today. was like we're just like dancing with those forklifts today. So that, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize you're that. You're know. dancing back there with yeah. forklifts. <laughs> I like that, it, uh, that image. It is a lot of uh, people don't realize that it's just not so easy to shut down a factory and then no. just reopen it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No. And that takes time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, did you have another question? You're writing your little notes there. That was my note. That was <laughs> your note. Okay. Uh, uh, if you guys want, if you want to get in touch with uh, Chili Fireworks, it's chilifireworks.com. Obviously, fireworksbrigade.com, star-fireworks.com, two R's. Um, you know, check it out. Um, and why the reason we're all here is Saturday, May sixth. Fargo, demo. North Dakota, the demo. Yeah. Chili Fireworks, Black Scorpion is here for the demo. Uh, you guys are going to shoot a bunch of 1.4 stuff, right? Of course. Yeah, of course. yeah we're going to shoot a bunch of 1.4 stuff. John's annual demo here. So uh, if you want to come to Fargo, get some free food, say hi to Dino and John and me and, and uh, Wilson and Kelvin. You can come on and say hi. maybe even give you a metal sign. But if you can't watch it. You've got some here, nice chili T-shirts. <laughs> except, you know, not, you got 26 XL. <laughs> if uh, if you want the uh, if you want to come for one of these, but if you can't come and make it, definitely we're going to live stream it. We got the crack crew of live streaming guys here. Watch it on the live stream. Um, you know, it's an annual demo, and shoot sheets are available at fireworksbrigade.com and also on starfireworks.com. You can get the shoot sheet. Watch along, just like John would do in China. Watch along. You see something you like, call up the next day, and you can order whatever you and want. And let's not forget. 
Poppy's 88th birthday. I know. You keep saying that. 88. <laughs> that's the I, I know. We, don't even, we don't even do the demo for the people. We uh, do that's the, the demo. For, that's his birthday present. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the real reason we come here. That's the real yeah. reason. <laughs> there you yes. go. There you go. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, and Wilson and Kelvin brought a, uh, a gift for my dad, too. Yeah. And it's a pretty big box. I, I'm more excited. Oh, wow. uh, I'm yeah. actually, it's still my car because I want to surprise him. I'm more excited <laughs> about what's in it. Oh, you know, yeah, that, yeah. I look forward to that. That'd so be cool uh, that was yeah. very nice of you to do that. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, Poppy's 88th birthday. That's the reason we're all here. We don't even really want to sell these fireworks. <laughs> oh, no. We There's just, a lot we, back we there. I think love, you want to yeah, sell some Look of how them. pretty the store looks. And then <laughs> I was thinking that today when I was walking through. It's never Look prettier. It, it never looks so pretty. And people start coming. They grab things off the shelf. <laughs> things are breaking. It's like, no, nah, just don't touch it. Leave it. You know, we're fine. You know, I was, I was we can make this a fireworks museum. I mean, that's what we could do here. You know, I, I was thinking of doing a live stream on Saturday in the afternoon sometime. Uh, Goose could help us out. I think we just we've never we've always done stuff in the back and all that. So I think maybe me and you would just walk around the showroom and point stuff out to people. Yeah. We'll do a live stream on Saturday. And afternoon. Goose is probably saying, "Why don't we just film it now?" <laughs> well, those cameras are stationary. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we're right here. Why yeah, don't no. we just when, when, he'll the be showroom. here early yeah. Saturday for the demo. Before the demo, we'll get live. We'll go live and we'll we'll give people a tour of the showroom. I mean, everything from the. Yes. You know, their stories. They, uh, about even Wilson everything. hasn't seen a dragon like that in many years. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah the stories. Yeah, cool. we'll, we'll show yeah. everybody every. I mean, yeah. you have from the Gene Simmons vault to the cartel night to, uh, yeah. you know, Black Cat way back there. Everything we got. And in the I showroom. love those wooden boxes. I mean, I couldn't afford to buy them, but they're really nice. They're pretty big. The, the reloads. Well, the yeah, they're yeah, nice. Yeah, so, and then, um, yeah, so we try and make this kind of uh, everything from the. Relics on the wall to the firecracker labels, mm-hmm. the clocks, you know, we try and make it pretty good there, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, um, Saturday afternoon, stay tuned. We'll do a tour of the wear of the showroom, mm-hmm. Star Fireworks, before the demo, and we got the demo coming up, uh, dusk, 8.30-ish. Yep. Somewhere yeah, around there. Yeah, it's going to be about 8.30, 8.45. Yeah, we're yeah, going to start yeah. off with the fountains. Uh, I always say we're not trying to bore the people, but we're actually waiting for it to get dark, you know? No, well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then look at Lady Liberty's got her glow back after 10 years. We brought her back. <laughs> and, we'll show uh, the people on Saturday when we do the tour. That was given to me by a friend of mine at a very big fireworks company in Ohio. Uh-huh. When uh-huh. Uh, he passed away, um, the uh, Statue of Liberty um, was given to me. So we finally got her all lit back up and ready to go. Yeah. So, so there you don't go. forget, Saturday night, demo. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. All right. Johnny Starr, Wilson Lamb, (laughs) Kelvin Lee. So long. See you later. Yeah, see you later. See you. Good? Good. Perfect.